0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms. Join in for spiritually enlightening discussion and the practical application of new thought principles. Here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and I am the Senior Assistant Minister and Executive Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Dr. Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister and the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the Founder. Uh, Today I was supposed to interview uh, my buddy, the uh, Reverend David Alexander, but uh, he's unable to make it uh, for the show. So I'm going to shift the energy of the show to something else. So what I'm going to talk about today is getting results, getting results. And it's based upon an article that I wrote for the Science of Mind magazine last year for the April 2020 um, edition of the Science of Mind magazine. And I wrote an article in it titled Create a Practice for Getting Results. And I'm just going to take some points from this article, and hopefully it will help you understand the emphasis of new thought and why it is important. So I start the article off by writing, New Thought historically focuses on getting demonstrations or manifestations. The movement always focused on proving what it espouses. You can read book after book and watch or listen to sermons and workshops, and you will eventually get back to the demonstration of what we proponents of New Thought call truth. When we get down to the core of the New Thought movement, I don't believe anything is promoted more than demonstrating the spiritual principles we teach. Now, I I love that. When it gets down to the core of the New Thought movement— I don't believe anything is promoted more than demonstrating the spiritual principles we teach. You know, as Emmett Fox used to uh, state, there is no such thing as undemonstrated understanding. So we don't teach demonstration for demonstration's sake or manifestation for manifestation's sake. We're teaching it as the application of the truth that we espouse. Now, because consciousness produces form. We're always demonstrating something. There's no such thing as not demonstrating. There is a such thing as desired demonstrations. We're always demonstrating something. Something is always coming in the form. We're always producing something. The key is, do we like, do we want, do we accept, do we desire what's showing up? Because if we don't, then that means we need to apply the principles that we espouse and shift and transform the consciousness so we can get different results. Last Sunday on June, what day would that have been, 13th, I taught a sermon for Christ Universal Temple, my home church, titled Creating a New Mind for a New Life. Go on YouTube, Oh, uh, and find the sermon, is uh, I see uh, YouTube pages, see you temple, CU in the word temple, and look that sermon up, creating a new mind for a new life. Now, why is that important? That I put a lot of information in that sermon that can help you understand how do you create a new mind? How do you facilitate transformation? How do you create a consciousness that will help you get results that you desire. Now, back to this article. It goes on, I went on to write, many of the pioneers of new thought promoted the idea of making demonstrations proving the spiritual principles they taught. Charles Fillmore stated Unity's teachings concerning demonstration when he wrote, it has no dogmas, no creeds, Nor are its students expected to believe anything which they cannot logically demonstrate to be true. I love this. So he's basically saying, if we teach it, then it's demonstrable. It can be demonstrated in your life. It has no dogmas or creeds. The truth is the truth, and the truth can be demonstrated. And if it can't be demonstrated, then why are we teaching it? Then goes, I went on to write, Ernest Holmes writes, the ability to control your experiences and have them result in happiness, prosperity, and success lies in your own mind and the way you use it. This means you control your own experience. You are really in charge of your affairs and the way they are to develop. Now, let me just go back to what Ernest Holmes wrote, the ability, which is power. Ability is power. The ability to control your experiences. And I believe that's what people really want in life. So much information, so many things are happening uh, outside of ourselves, uh, impacting our individual experience that we just want a measure of control. So the ability or the power to control your experiences and have them result. Again, we're talking about getting results. And happiness, prosperity, and success lies in your own mind and how you use it. First of all, you determine your own happiness. As I've taught before, the the main difference between being happy and not being happy is the how you evaluate your ideal life versus how it's showing up now. That's really the difference. The closer you are to to your ideal, the happier you are. The further you're away from what you consider the ideal normally, the less happy you are, unless you have the level of spiritual maturity that says, none of these things can move me. But that's a conversation for another day. Prosperity and success prosperity just means, yet again, you know, abundance uh, or basically having the freedom, because I believe prosperity is freedom, having the freedom to do what you want to do when you want to do it with who you want to do it with. And so for me, that's freedom. People often talk about, you know, why do we emphasize prosperity so much? Well, that's because it's hard to teach people to be free when their minds are always wrapped up into what they don't have and what they need to have to produce the results they desire. So prosperity can be different things for different people because depending on your lifestyle, you need different, you have different needs. A person who has, who's living in Bel Air or Beverly Hills, California might not might, well, not might, will need way more money to live than someone living in rural Kentucky. not saying one is better than the other. They just have different levels of expenses. Therefore, freedom and financial independence and prosperity is having more coming in than what's going out. Because if you have more coming in than what's going out, then that's, by definition, Financial freedom. All right. Now, success. Success just means accomplishing what you set out to do. Bottom line, accomplishing what you set out to do. Success in the game of basketball is scoring the basket. Scoring baskets, the ball has to go through the hoop on offense and stopping the opponent from scoring the ball going through the hoop. At the end of the designated time, you win or you're successful when you have more points than your opponent. That's the game of basketball. It has a lot of rules, but when it's all said and done, whether it's baseball, basketball, football, soccer, uh, hockey, the game is to have more points than the opponent. That's success. What's success for you? Are you clear about what's success for you with your health, with your body, with your finances, with your relationships, with your career, with your whatever it is that's needed? What's prosperity for you? I mean, success for you. Back to the book on what I wrote. New Thoughts founders were practical and serious about getting results. Are you practical and serious about getting results? Because sometimes it's easy to study information like this without seeking to demonstrate it in your life. So we, uh, we sometimes collect information without seeking to make the demonstration. So we have a lot of books, you know, we have a lot of audio programs, a lot of video programs, but our lives are still the same. What I'm seeking to do and the reason why I wrote this article was to help people understand that you study this truth to get results don't be don't allow yourself to be exposed to this type of information and not apply it to your own life so you can get desired demonstrations now I realize that sometimes people don't want to do this because they really don't want to change it's like okay God changed everything else God give me the money God give me the health God give me the peace of mind God give me the loving relationships but don't change me that's not how it works bottom line that's not how it works as I've often stated in many sermons, classes and workshops the dream isn't for the now you, the dream is for the potential you allow that to land the dream isn't for the now you. The dream is for the potential you. But you might say, well, I don't have a dream. I just have some ambitions. I have some goals, but it's not a dream. It doesn't make a difference. You're being pulled by a higher vision to be something, to turn into to the being that can accept what you are seeing in consciousness, what you are seeing in faith. That It requires an internal transformation to accept what God has shown you as a possibility. That's why New Thoughts founders were practical and serious about getting results. I went on to write. They believe strongly in the spiritual power within every human being and the mind's ability to express God given the God-given power we all have. So first of all, From our standpoint, we acknowledge, we recognize, and hopefully we realize that spiritual power exists within every human being. And our minds have the ability to express that power. Christ in you, your hope of glory. Is was written by the Apostle Paul. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you is attributed to Jesus. And I'm saying you have spiritual power within you and your mind can express it. I went on to write. They believe If people could control their thinking, they could get the results that reflect the goodness of the omnipotent spirit and principle we call God. Don't miss that. That's that's great. They believe if, because that's the if, just like Johnny Coleman would say, it works if you work it. This is a big if. They believe if people could control their thinking. They then, with the control of their thinking, could get results. What type of results? Results that reflect the goodness of God. Results that reflect the harmony of God. Results that reflect the grace of God. Results that reflect the wholeness of God. But that can't come your way if you can't even control your thinking long enough To allow yourself to be a conduit through which these attributes can function. So you have to learn. You have to learn. We have to learn. I have to learn how to control the thinking process. I have to get control of my consciousness. And so do you. let just allow that to land. If I can get in control of my thinking and allow myself to be a conduit through which the attributes of God within me can function at a higher level, I can reflect in my everyday life the wholeness of God as I understand it. as I understand it, because it's infinite. It doesn't mean, okay, I made it, this is it. No, God is absolute. Human experience is relative. But up to our level of understanding, we can reflect it. Hopefully this is landing. So I went on to write. I call my personal brand of new thought hardcore metaphysics. Because I strive to teach the spiritual principles of new thought as purely as I understand them. And I focus on getting results. So everybody that knows me knows that I'll often call what I teach hardcore metaphysics. Why? Because I don't want to sugarcoat it. I believe that I'm responsible to the people who taught me this message, and I'm responsible to the people who want to learn this message to teach it as purely as I possibly can. Sometimes that means it's in your face. Sometimes that means it's aggressive. But it's always coming from a place of compassion and responsibility. Because somebody invested in me And now it's my turn to invest in you, invest in your transformation, invest in your healing, invest in your prosperity, invest in your wholeness, invest in your consciousness transformation. And how I invest in you is by teaching you the hardcore metaphysics. So I went on to write. Results matter because I believe human beings can and often do create self delusion around intention, action, and results. Sometimes people lie to themselves about what they are, about where they are in consciousness, because they don't want to evaluate the results they are getting. This is one of the things that a lot of times people don't like about new thought, and sometimes people try to say it's victim blaming or victim shaming, and it's really not. Obviously, any concept can be abused, but in its purity, it's not. In its purity, it's saying, I'm responsible for my experiences and, and how I interpret them. Now, you can say, well, it's all these other factors that happen in the world. Yes, that's absolutely true. And even then, I'm still responsible for how I interpret what happens. Because if not, then I'm saying that the world determines my disposition. If, And I can't accept that because it's always going to be something wrong according to the world's standards. Always. You're going to be too tall, too short, too thin, too fat. You know, too much education, not enough education, too much experience, not enough experience It's always something. It's always something. Because the world has to tell, has to convince you that you lack something to sell you the product they want you to buy. Or pick up and believe the ideology they want you to believe. You know, I never forget. Many years ago, watching the news, and they were talking about Asian women who were getting surgery to widen their eyes so the eyes can look more like Americans, you know, primarily uh, Caucasian and sometimes African Americans, Caucasian Americans and African Americans. And I was like, this is horrible. Horrible. Why? Why is that horrible? Because somebody had to convince them that something is wrong with the way they look. That something was wrong with their eyes. There's always somebody telling you that something's wrong with you so they can sell what they want you to buy. They first have to convince you that something is wrong with you. New Thought is trying to convince you that something is right about you. Something is radically right about you. It makes a difference. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, let's get to it. Uh, So, I went on to write. I know some people believe that teachers like me promote the accumulation of material items and ignore inner growth because we focus so strongly on demonstrations or getting results. I disagree. You know, it's easy to say, you know, that you shouldn't be concerned about anything in the world or paying your mortgage or your rent or having a car or being able to take care of your responsibilities and, and have more, you know, you know, some people just get so spiritual that they're no earthly good. It's easy to talk that to talk when your stuff is handled or when you have become resigned to the possibility that uh, you'll never have it. What I'm saying is. How can you say to the lost, follow me as I follow God and you're not demonstrating any godliness, any results, any proof of what you proclaim. Yes, people follow the Jesus because of what he taught, but they also follow Jesus because of what he did. When you read the gospel narratives, one thing was very clear. Jesus was known as a healer. So he was just saying the kingdom of God is at hand. He was showing through demonstration that the kingdom of God was at hand. It makes a difference. People pay attention to results. i never forget, I was um, in the 90s, this was 90s, early 2000s. I'm in the faith chapel at Christ Universal Temple. We, it's a very large building for people who haven't been here. The main chapel is about 3,000 seats. The faith chapel upstairs, probably can get about Safely, probably three hundred chairs in there. But anyway, so we're in the meeting, and with group leaders, and I don't even remember what it was for, but anyway, uh, the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman was leading the meeting, and when she was leaving the meeting, I remember I was talking to someone, and and in, in the front row, and next thing I know, I heard a large, you know, fall. Somebody fell hard, like boom hit the floor hard. I looked up and the, this was a woman on the floor standing next to Johnny. And I found out from all the people that were around that the woman just walked up and hugged Johnny and the power of the Holy Spirit, the God consciousness radiating from her, knocked the woman out. It was not a church service. There was no music. There was no, you know, Johnny wasn't praying. The woman hugged her and passed out under the power of the Holy Spirit. Completely knocked out, completely unconscious. And, you know, and I remember because Johnny was like, somebody take me, you know, she's like, take me in my office. The power's all over me. And I guess she was just in the space to where she was doing her spiritual work at a level that those who were sensitive enough to it would be affected by it. That's a demonstration. Now, I'm remembering that story potentially 20 years later as a demonstration of spiritual consciousness because it let me know, wow, where do I have to be in consciousness to get a similar result? To where my presence... And my mere touch can put a person under the power of the Holy Spirit. It makes you think this wasn't an old school Pentecostal Baptist revival. This was a meeting with church leaders and all it took was a hug. This is what I'm talking about when I say getting results. Because it was things like that situation that created the quote unquote legend of Johnny Coleman. Because people have stories like that all around. She was praying, I fell out. This happened. She prayed with me and I got healed, et cetera, et cetera. These are some of the stories. And I have another one I'm going to share when we come back from my break because we're only about 30 seconds from my break. But I just want you all to be present to getting results getting results it's time to prove the truth we espouse and even if that means it's just one level up and that's metaphorical of course from where you are right now it's still time to do it so let's get to it we're going to take our break and we'll be right back with Truth transforms. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Truth Transforms with your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. Uh, Today I'm switching it up. I had to shift my show at the last minute. So today I'm now talking about getting results getting results and before i get back to teaching getting results which is based upon an article i wrote for the science of mind magazine in april 2020 in the april 2020 edition called create a practice for getting results um before i get back to it let me just give this quick church commercial so christ universal temple is um finding as many ways as we possibly can to stay in contact with you. So make sure that you are following us as we teach online at CU Temple on YouTube, CU and the Word Temple together, the Christ Universal Temple Facebook page, or our website, www.cutemple.org. We live stream at 1030 a.m. Central Time until noon every Sunday. We also have Facebook Live Lessons, Monday through Friday at noon Central Time. We teach from the Daily Inspiration for Better Living, which is the periodical for the Universal Foundation for Better Living, which we are the mother church of that organization. Also, we have a consciousness building call every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central Time. You can go to the website to get that information. And just also be mindful, if you are a follower of this podcast, I often will say to you, that this show has a Facebook page, which is Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. My request is that you like it. Give it a five-star rating and write a positive review. It helps with the algorithms. If you listen to this show via a podcast app like Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, give it a five-star rating, write a positive review. It helps with the algorithms. Why? Because the algorithm will put it in front of other people who have similar interest, So we want to make sure that we get this information out to people. If certain lessons are impacting you, post them on your social media. Text them to someone else. Help us spread this message. Again, if we are people who are studying spiritual transformation, if we, are as people who are studying spiritual transformation, won't share the good that we receive, then how can the world get it? We're the caretakers of it. So help me, help Unity Online Radio, spread the message. Help, Let's help get this message out to as many people as possible. So like the post, share the post, share the podcast, do all of the stuff that we need to be able to do to get this message out to people. And, you know, for instance, And I'm just going to just use this as a short example. I was on Instagram one day and um, I I followed a couple of people that are part of the old school. I ain't going to call it old school now, but I guess they are uh, R and B group, new edition, big new edition fan. And one of the members, Ricky Bell was posted a picture of him reading Emmy Fox's book, Sermon on the Mount. Now, I did a whole series on that book titled The Keys to the Kingdom many years ago when this podcast first started, maybe the first or second year of this podcast. So I just put it in the comment section and I posted the first episode of it. And I believe he replied to it, like thanks or something like that. Now, I don't know if he has ever listened to the podcast or not. Here's what I do know millions of people follow him and he was studying what I was te- had already taught. And what we teach in the New Thought Movement, he didn't know it was New Thought or anything of that nature. He's like, man, this is a really good book. And it breaks down Jesus's teachings because people in many of those books, they don't use the term New Thought. Therefore, people wouldn't know it. They're just metaphysical Christianity or self-help book or whatever. Let's help get this message out to the world. All right. So I'm back to getting talking about getting results. And I wanted to, again, talk about how getting results can make a difference. Another Johnny Coleman story. This is actually my favorite story. Uh, many in the 90s, a, a woman who had, uh, used to attend the church in Chicago moved away. She ended up getting ill and something was wrong with her feet and she couldn't, um, she couldn't walk. She couldn't stand up on her feet, and she called Johnny, Reverend Coleman. She told us to call her Johnny, for people who know that. She she called Johnny, and Johnny um, told Johnny what was going on with her health. So Johnny, and this is the very abridged version of the story, but Johnny told the woman, put the phone receiver on your feet. And this is is before cell phones and modern phones. This was when phones had the the base where you called and the receiver that you talked in. She said, put the receiver on the phone on your feet. Put the phone on your feet. I'm going to speak the word and you're going to get up. So the woman put the phone on her feet. Johnny spoke the word. And the woman got up. Now, that's a miracle by any definition. But here's what's interesting to me, because it functions on a couple of levels. First of all, what type of faith and conviction do you have to have as a spiritual leader, teacher, or minister to tell a person, put a phone on your feet. I'm going to speak the word of truth and you're going to get up. Not you're going to get better. Not God will heal you. Not hold the faith. But get up. Now, that takes a tremendous amount of faith that you will get the results based upon you speaking the word where one is in Chicago. And I believe the woman was down south somewhere. Secondly, the woman had to believe that an answer was possible or she would not have called Johnny in the first place. And she had to have enough faith to say, okay, this isn't ridiculous. Why would I be putting my phone on my feet? She had to have enough faith to say, okay, I might not understand all of this, but I trust my spiritual leader enough to be able to put this phone on my feet and trust that God can heal me. So the woman had faith, and Johnny had faith and we're willing to move on that faith to get results. And it's a marvelous story that's 100% factual. One more story, talking about getting results, what the heck? So we used to have these, um, you know, probably multiple times a year, we used to have these healing services that, you know, where Johnny would teach the new thought principles around healing. But then she would uh, have the ministers, we ministers, and this was before I was a minister, so I wasn't a, a participant in this service. Uh, we would have our white on and we would go out into the congregation and people would stand and we would pray with them and sometimes, you know, you know, lay hands on them or whatever. And I'll never forget, Johnny had, had a, uh, a a cane at the podium and she was teaching about faith and believing that God can heal your body. And she was telling a story about a woman who couldn't walk without a cane and how she laid hands on the woman and took the cane from the woman and said, God has healed your legs and et cetera, et cetera. And as she's teaching the lesson, a woman jumped up in the congregation on the, First level of the of the uh, of the main chapel, and started screaming, "I'm that woman, I'm that woman," and started walking up and down the aisles and said, "I've never needed that cane since, and my legs work fine," and started strutting up and down the uh, the aisle that she was sitting in. And in that moment, because Johnny didn't know she was in the building, she's like, she was saying, "I don't remember who the person was." I just took the cane. That moment of result showing that it was possible then gave people hope that it was possible for them in that moment. Results. Results matter. Matter of fact, even in the business world, people will pay you real serious money. For results. When you get into a different level of the game, when it comes to finances, you're not paid for time. You pay for results. It's not how much money do I get paid per hour. It's paid for results. If you take, if if you're about producing results, if it took, if it takes one hour or twenty one hours, it's the result. many times people don't like to be paid for results anymore that's a, i don't you know i i i, I don't want to jump down that slippery slope too much but all i will say is this if you really want to produce financial freedom start thinking about results in that time because as long as you're conditioned to think that i'm paid whatever the amount of money is per hour, then you're still stuck in the rat race instead of results. And if you can produce more results, you can get paid more money. If you can get results that can help people, if you even if you're the owner of the company or even if you work for a company, if you can get people the results that they desire or beyond, you can get paid for that and if they won't pay you, Take you and your results somewhere else where you can get paid for the results that you produce. Not just for the time you put in. Because it's easy to say, well, you know, again, you know, that's the argument that's in the world right now. And I'm not saying that at a baseline level, that's good. But that's not real money. Anyway. And if you don't understand this concept, then what I'm going to ask you to do is go back to this podcast and go through the archives and find the series I taught titled Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. And I go through this in great detail. It's a lot of episodes. Great detail. Showing people. In that podcast, the difference between how wealthy people think and how the middle class and what we consider poor people think. It's a different mentality. And some people would think that that's abusive. And I always give a disclaimer before almost every episode to make sure I'm trying to say, I'm not saying people who have more money are better people than other people. No, by no stretch of the imagination. But that doesn't mean that financial education, like any other education, uh, won't show up as different results for different people. It's a consciousness shift that has to happen, getting results. Now back to what my article that I wrote in the Science of Mind magazine. I wrote, I think focusing on demonstrations is sound spiritual practice. Jesus is attributed as saying in his Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 7, verses 16 through 18. You will know them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorns or figs from thistles? In the same way, every good tree bears good fruit, but bad trees bear bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit. Jesus said it right there. Jesus said it right there. All right? So I went on to write, the scripture is plainly saying that our process of evaluation should solely be on the results, the fruit, which are a reflection of the source, the tree. New thought teaches that our outer experiences reflect and are begotten from our individual and collective consciousness. We can never argue with results once we get clear about our intentions. Mm. We can never argue with results. The result is the result. The result is the result. What you can choose to do is work to get different results. But you can't argue with what has already shown up. I went on to write, success is defined as a favorable or desired outcome. Once you are clear about your desired outcome, you then get to decide how much, how soon, and any other details. No one can decide what success is for you because only you know the results you desire. This is important stop letting people define your success I'm not saying that uh, that there are never any measures of success obviously but let's be in other words like for instance sports or things like math like you can't say you're successful if you wrote two plus two equals three because that's not true but in this context I'm talking about you knowing the desires of your heart so I went on to write, I believe, however, this is where the self-delusion begins. Many people are too vague concerning what they truly desire. Frederick J. Rincolder, the II, better known as Reverend Ike, said, you must be definite with the infinite because he knew that the lack of clarity would self-sabotage every stated goal. You must be definite with the infinite. How clear are you in your own mind about what it is you say you want? I went on to write. People also have a difficult time generating the feelings needed to create the core beliefs required to get the results they desire. Reverend Ike also stated Feeling gets the blessing. He understood that if we did not really feel we could get the results we were imagining, we would not get it. Oh, just let that land. Feeling gets the blessing. Feeling gets the blessing. Do you feel like the one that's entitled to the blessing? Do you feel like the one entitled. To loving relationships. Do you feel like the one. That's entitled. To the promotion. Do you feel like the one. Entitled to the new business. Do you feel like the one. Entitled to the new home. Do you feel like the one. Entitled to the prosperity and abundance. Do you feel like you're the one that's entitled to the blessing. So I went on to write, therefore, if we want desired demonstrations, we must first start with mental clarity and strong conviction. We must get clear about our desire and be with the idea or desire mentally until we invoke a higher level of conviction. Belief is the activator of faith and allows us to work with universal law, the law of causation, to get our desired results. We use techniques like affirmative prayer, spiritual mind treatment, meditation, visioning, visualization, goal setting, vision boards, study, and other exercises to create the consciousness to demonstrate the results we desire. Allow that to land. The results we desire. So what you believe activates your faith. And you use all these techniques to work with universal law to produce the results you desire. Again, Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. God is not mocked. Whatever a man's soul so shall he reap. It's allowed at the land that I'm always sowing in my mind. I'm always sowing with my words. I'm always sowing with my actions. God is not mocked, meaning universal law cannot be tricked. You cannot outperform your own consciousness. God is not mocked the universal law is not mocked cause and effect is not mocked sowing and reaping cannot be mocked whatever a man sows so shall he reap this is why the apostle Paul who wrote that statement said he who sows to the spirit will reap in the spirit those who sow in the flesh will reap of the flesh They don't miss that. He's saying you sow based upon the level of consciousness you're functioning from. He was just using the language of his day. He's basically saying that at the level you function will be the level you receive, the level of how you sow, the level of consciousness, the level of awareness, the level of your thinking. At that level, you will also get your results. So if you want higher results, think higher, think spiritually, think holistically. Because God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, so shall he reap. That's a truth that's so high you can't get over it. So low, you can't get under it. So wide, you can't get around it. I know sometimes people don't like to hear this type of truth. And we want to create reasons why it's not true. It's this person's fault, and that person's fault, and they did this, or they didn't do that. Or my parents were good, or they were or, or too good. They didn't help, they didn't let me do stuff, or they weren't around, or they were poor, or they were bad, or they were whatever. And I get all of those things are factors. However, now that you are very consciously aware, because you couldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't have a certain level of conscious awareness. What are you gonna do now? What are you going? To do now. Now that you've been informed, now that you know better, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna wallow in the in the mess of the past? Are you gonna wallow in try in your old trauma and drama? Or can you accept? that God is saying in your soul, Behold, I make all things new. Can you accept the possibility that Jesus was right when he said, The kingdom of God comes not by observation. You can't say that it's over here or over there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. for you. It can be radically better when you get committed to changing your mind and keeping it changed. Changing your mind and keeping it changed. Changing your mind And keeping it changed. I really want that to land. I really want that to land. We run out of time. So. What I will say is this. Make sure. That you're putting your energy. On what you want. I wrote, evaluating our lives based on results gives us an objective way to evolve spiritually. When we focus on results, we do not engage in victim shaming or criticizing someone for not living up to some external standard given to people from their culture. Evaluating results is all about getting crystal clear about what you said you wanted and the actions you said you would take to achieve the goal. Edmund Fox wrote, the real reason for desiring demonstrations is that they are the proof of understanding. There is no such thing as undemonstrated understanding. Then I went on to write, what we understand or know, we can duplicate. If you want to get more consistent results or demonstrations, you must have a system. Choose a spiritual practice and create a schedule for the techniques you will use For a predetermined period, write down daily the actions you will take to support your spiritual and mental practices and be in complete integrity with your system. Do not evaluate what you intended to do. Only evaluate the results. By doing so, you will discover what works for you. So next week, I'm going to be interviewing um, the president of the international new thought alliance uh the reverend dr timothy stewart so make sure you plug in you tune in for that show we're going to have a great discussion about new thought and where it's going and why it needs to get there so god bless you enjoy your your week enjoy your day and i'll be with you next week with truth transforms have a marvelous day Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation